Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Yosef Sonnenschein. Meseches Chagiga has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Dovi Merenstein as a chus for their children. The following shir is on Mesech de Chagiga, Daf Tesvav. The Gemara, in the beginning of Daf Tesvav, begins with a Shiloh that was asked to Ben Zayma. The Gemara actually begins on the bottom of Yudalad Amid Beis. The Gemara says, Sho'alu es Ben Zayma, they asked Ben Zayma another Shiloh, Besula she'ibra, mahu l'kayin gadol. A Besula, someone who we understand to be a Besula, it seems to us that she's a Besula, but she's me'uberes. Is she mutter to a kayin gadol? We know that a kayin gadol is usher in a be'ula, as the Pasuk says, v'hu besula me'amav yikach, he needs to take a besula. And the Gemara is mitzadeid, mi chayshinan l'deshmuel. Are we chayshish for Shmuel, that Shmuel said, yochel ani liv'el, kama be'ilois b'loi dam. Shmuel said that I could be bayel many be'ilois, without dam, in other words, that he has a way of making an Isha into a Be'ula without breaking her Be'sulim. So even though it seems to us that she's a Be'sula, Shmuel teaches us that it's possible that she's a Be'ula. Ben Zayma responds, De Shmuel We're not chayshish for Shmuel. So how is she a Me'ubera, so she's a real Be'sula? Zog ben Zayma v'chayshinon shema be'ambati ibra. We're chayshish that maybe she conceived in a bathtub. Maybe there had been a man in a bathtub before her that was moitzi shechvazera, and that shechvazera went inside of her when she was in the ambati, and of course she had not had any relations that would cause her to be considered a ba'ula, and yet she's me'uberes. Now this Gemara is a tremendous Chiddush that it's possible for an Isha to become a Meuberes without Bia. But this Gemara has caused a tremendous amount of Eon over the Dairais because in recent generations it has become possible for an Isha to become a Meuberes without Bia in a laboratory. And therefore there's been a lot of discussion about this Gemara. First of all, is there such a thing? Is it possible for an Isha to become Meuberes from an Ambati? And if there is such a thing, is the child considered the son of the one who produced that Shechvazera? And even if it is considered his son, is the child considered a kosher if the woman was married or a nido or usher in any way? So let's take a look at some of the Makairais that are brought heavily in the discussions of the Paiskim on this Inyan. Rabbeinu Hananel on our sugya is Gairis a little bit differently than our Gemara. Instead of being Gairus, Besula She'ibra Mahu Lekayin Gadol, he's Gairus simply, Besula She'ibra Mahu. And apparently, according to Rabbeinu Hananel, the Shiloh was, if the mother, when she gives birth to this child, is Tmeya Tomas Leda. Do we say that she became a Me'uberes through some type of Mahalach of Shmuel, of Yochelani, Liv, El Kama, Be'ilais, Dam, that there was a Be'ila, but it was just done in such a way that it didn't break the Besulim. In which case, it's a normal Herayoin, and a normal Leida, and there would be a Tumas Leida. Ben Zayma responds that we're not Chayshish for Shmuel, and rather we're Chayshish that she was Nisabra Be'ambati, 
And Rabbeinu Hananel calls this idea of being Nisaber in an Ambati, Maisen Nisim, and therefore it's not a regular conception, it's not a regular Isha Kisazria, he says. And Memela, since the Tumas Leida is only mentioned on a regular Isha Kisazria, the Olda Zachar, and this Isha was not Mazria in a normal way, she did not enter Heroya in a normal way, therefore the, ch- the child, the birth of this child would not cause her to be Tome Tumas Leida. So it seems from the Rabbeinu Hananel that he considered it something that he calls Maisenisim, that such a thing should take place. The Tajbet in Simen Reish Samach Gimel seems to look at this differently. He brings a Maisa, a Shaila, about an Ishvi Isha, that both of them insist that the Isha is a Besula, and yet she's expecting, and eventually she gave birth to a daughter. And the Shaila was, if they could assume, that Shechvazera, that was Bepesach Arechem, that was outside of her body, somehow went in on its own and created a pregnancy. The Shaila was Negea because the husband died. And the Shaila was, if the woman is Nefelas Tiyibam, do we consider this to be his child? So the Tajbeis brings our Sugya. And he says, you see from our sugi such a thing that Sheikh Vazera can go in on its own and cause a heroin. And in the discussion of our sugi, he says, that as we know, he says, that this is how Ben Sira, the person Ben Sira, whose Sefer Ben Sira was mentioned earlier in the Perek, this is how Ben Sira came about. Ben Sira, the Tashbet says, was the son of Yermio Hanavi. And Yermio Hanavi, he brings, was washing himself in an ambatya, and Sheikh Vazera came out, and then the mother of Ben Sira went into that ambatya, and she became Uberis. And a simon ledover, he says, is that the gematria of Sira is 271, which is also the gematria of Yirmiyahu. To be miramis to us that Ben Sira is Ben Yirmiyahu. The Chelkas Mechaykeik in Simen Aleph of Evan Ezer, Sifkot Ches, also brings this Maisa and he brings it B'Shem, the Likute Maharil. And he's Chayker based on this Maisa, if a woman that has a baby in this way is the husband or the father, I should say, of the child considered having been Mekayim, the mitzvah of Piri of Arivia. Being that this is not a normal mahalach of the Kiyo Mitzvah Piri of Arivia, perhaps even though physically he has a child, it's not considered that he did the Mitzvah of Pru or Revu. And the Chalkas Mechaikik leaves it as a suffix, but he certainly seems to understand that it's possible that such a thing could take place. The Bach in Yeridea Simen Kuftzadihei brings a smack who brings the Rabbeinu Peretz who asks the following question. He says that Nashim wa Nizhar, Nashim are careful not to sleep on sheets that another man had slept on because they're afraid that, that maybe there would be Shechvazera on the Sadinim and it would cause them to enter Heroyin. Frek the Smak, B'Shem Rabbeinu Peretz. Why aren't they Makbid even to sleep on Sadinim that their own husbands had slept on while they're in Nida. If they conceive Bishas the Renida, the Sheikh Vazera of their of their husbands, the child that's born will be a Ben Nida because he was conceived while she was a Nida. 
and the Teretz given, is that even though the Isha conceived while she was a Nida, but since she didn't conceive through a Bia that's Usr, the child is called a Kasher, he's not called a Ben Nida. The Zman of conception is irrelevant. It's the Maisa Isser that's relevant, and there was no Maisa Isser here. And he brings this story of Ben Sira as a Smachledavar, that Ben Sira was considered a Kasher, even though his Leda came about in this way. So why then should Nashim be careful to lay on sheets that even that were slept on by other men? What's the difference? As long as there's no Bia that's Aser, what's the difference if she's Nichnas into Heroyan? So the Bach brings that it's really just a matter of Havchana, because we need to know who the child is, so that this child, let's say a boy is born, he shouldn't end up marrying his sister, because he will be confused about who his father is, and he'll marry a woman whose father was really the one who had slept on those sheets, Shema Yisa Achaisai. So for the Havchana Shebedavar, to keep clear who's the father and mother of each child, for this reason the Nashem on his Horais, not to sleep on the sheets of other men, but in terms of the actual Isser, he says there's no Isser and a child that would be born would be kosher. These are some of the Maramakaimas that are brought. The Mishnah Lamelech and Hilchas Ishos, Perek Tesvav Halacha Dalet, brings these Maramakaimas. And this is the basis for the discussion of the Paiskim, even in discussing the later, discussing the later technology that was only Nagea in recent years, to be able to help Nashim who have trouble conceiving. The next Indian that we'll discuss is the Indian of Acher. That the Gemara tells us that Acher was Kitzeitz Benetios. Acher cut down trees. Rashi explains that the Gemara uses that mushal because we were talking about the Arbosh and Nichnesula Pardes. They went into the Pardes. And that unbelievable Madrega called Pardes has, is referred to in the mushal of a Pardes of an orchard. So when a kilkul happened, when Acher was neskalkel on that madrega called Pardes, the Gemara calls it Kitzeitz Benetios. What happened? What caused that kilkul? Zok the Gemara, that he saw this Heilige Malach Matatroin. And he saw that it was given Rishus, Is Rishusa, Lemichtav Zachvesa de Yisrael was given Rishos to sit in Shemaim, Lemesav, to sit, Lemichtav Zachvas of Yisrael, to write the Zechuyas of Klal Yisrael. Acher was very confused by this. He said, Gemira, we learned that there is no Yeshiva in Shemaim, there is no sitting in Shemaim. How could it be that a Malach was given Rishos to sit? Shema Bez Rishuyas, could it be that there are two Rishuyas in Shemaim? And because of this, Acher was Yaitzel Atarbus Ra, and the entire tragedy that's the life of Acher transpired. It's fascinating that Acher saw a Malach in Shemayim that was the only Malach that's given Rishus to sit, and the job of that Malach was to sit to write down the Zechuyas of Klal Yisrael. We find an exact parallel to that on this world. The Gemara in Yuma, Daf Chofei Omer Aleph, says, Ein yeshiva ba'azara elo lemalchus beis David. In the Beis HaMikdosh, nobody is allowed to sit, similar to what we say that in Shomayim there's no yeshiva. The only one that's allowed to be yeshiv in the Azara is those that are yaitzei chalotzov of David HaMelech. Who's David HaMelech? David HaMelech is the one who sat and wrote 
Shirois v'sishbachos shal Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So here we have the Zela Umas Zeh that in Shemayim there was one Malach that had Rishus to sit, who wrote down the Zechuyos, the praises of Klal Yisrael, and on the Oretz, only Malchus Beis David was, was given Rishus to sit, only the descendants of David who sat and wrote down the Shirois V'sishbachos of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now this idea that Acher went so far off course, he descended so far, he fell so far, because he saw this Malach Matatrain is very difficult for us to understand. But if we'll look carefully at the sugya of this Malach, we'll, we'll discover that there was a Makaim for Acher to be Nichshal over here. There were things about this Malach that are so different than other Malachim that Acher was able to make this mistake. And this discussion begins with the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Daflamid Chesamud Beis. The Gemara asks Akasha on a Pasuk. The Pasuk says in Pashas Mishpat in Perik Chavdalit, Pasuk Aleph, Ve'el Moshe Omar, and to Moshe he said, and apparently it's talking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Alei El Hashem, go up to Hashem. Now why would Hashem have said, go up to Hashem, the Gemara asks. Why wouldn't Hashem say, Alei Eli, go up to me? Zokti Gemara, that the Pasuk over here is talking about Matatrain. It's talking about this Malach Matatrain that has this unbelievable Madrega that's called Sheshmoi Keshem Rabbi. His name is like the name of his master. The name of this Malach is like the name of the Rabbi Shalaylam, Kaviyachal. It's possible that for this reason there are great Talmidei Chachamim who are knowing not to say the name Matatrain even, and they refer to him as Memtes Tes. Now where does this come from, that he's Shmoi Keshem Rabbi? It comes from a Pasuk in Parshas Mishpatim a little bit earlier. The Pasuk says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu, Hinei Anoichi Sholeach Malach Lefonecha. I am going to send a Malach before you. Instead of being led directly by the Rabbeinu Shalolam, you're going to be led by a Malach. Which Rashi explains means that Kan Nizbasru, over here they were given the news, Sha'asidin Lachdoi, that they're going to be Chaytei, and they're going to be no longer worthy of having the direct interaction with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to send an inter- intermediary, a Malach, to lead Klal Yisrael instead. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a warning about that Malach. He shomer mipanov. Be careful from him. Ushma bekoiloi. And listen to his voice. Al tamer boy. Don't rebel against him. Ki Because he won't be meichel you. Ki shmi Because my name is within him. And as Rashi explains that Kishmi Bekerboi is going back on the beginning of the Pasuk, he shomer mipanav ushma bekoiloi, be careful from him and listen to his voice, Kishmi Bekerboi, because this is such a heilige malach that he's, a, he's my shliach, my name is within him. This malach is the ultimate shliach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He's so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that Shmi Bekerboi, he carries the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In fact, the Mepharshim say, L'mashal the Maral in Gvuris Hashem, Perek Nunhei, that when we say in the Haggadah Shal Pesach that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out himself, Ani v'loi Maloch, Ani v'loi Sarof, and we end off, Ani v'loi HaShaliach, 
Me and not the shaliach. We don't say anivaloi shliach. Me and not a shliach. We say me and not the shaliach. Zoktimifarshim, that that's referring to Matatrain, who's the shaliach. As HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Hine anoichi shaleach maloch. He's the shaliach, but Yitzias Mitzrayim, we say in HaGadosh Shal Pesach, happened directly by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Even the shaliach wasn't involved. Ani veloi ha-shaliach. Getting back to the Gemara in Sanhedrin that had asked what the Pshat and the Pasuk is, that the Pasuk says, V'yal Moshe Omar, and to Moshe he said, which seems to be talking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Alei El Hashem, go up to Hashem, the Gemara answered that it's talking about Matatroin, Sheshmoi Keshem Rabbi. Now there's a Machleikas Rishonim here, how to understand this Gemara. The Ramban in Chumash explains that the Gemara is telling us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe to go up to Matatrain. That Matatrain would be waiting for him on top of the mountain. Ve'el Moshe Omar, and to Moshe he, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Alei El Hashem, go up to Matatrain, who's Shmoi Keshem Rabbi. This Ramban is almost incomprehensible for us, because the Ramban seems to be saying that when it says the Shem Havaya in a Pasuk, Alei El Hashem, it's referring to the Malach that was the Shaliach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ani Veloi HaShaliach, he was the Shaliach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's who HaKadosh Baruch Hu was sending Moshe up to, Alei El Hashem, to this Malach. Rashi in Sanhedrin is not masking to that. Rashi in Sanhedrin says that it's not Matatroin who Moshe Rabbeinu was being sent up to. Of course, Alei El Hashem means he was being sent up to Hashem. Matatroin is the one who said it to Moshe. The El Moshe Omar, and to Moshe he said, Who said? Matatroin said it. Sheshmoi Keshem Rabbi, Zakt Rashi, since he has the name of Hashem, the Pasuk just said it, as an Omar, he said Stam because the Pasuk didn't want to spell out the name of Matatrain because Shmoi Keshem Rabbi. It's possible that this is the reason for an interesting Rashi in Chumash. Rashi says on the Pasuk of Kishmi Bekirboi, Sheshmoi Keshem Rabbi, his name is like the name of the Rabbi Nishalaylam. And Rashi says, that the gematria of Shakai, of Shin, Dalid Yud, is the same gematria as Matatrain. Kishmi Bikirboi. My name is within him. The gematria of my name Shakai is in the words, in the word, the letters of Matatrain. The Ramban, it could be, would not have said that. Because the Ramban holds that Kishmi Bikirboi is referring to the Shem Havaya. What an unbelievable thing that Shmi, the Shem Havaya is Bikirboi. As we find, according to the Ramban, that Alei El Hashem is referring to Matatrain. But Rashi Lashitasai didn't learn that way. Rashi learned that Alei El Hashem is Avada talking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So in what way is Shmoi Kishem Rabbi? Zokt Rashi in Chumash, that Shakai is Gematria Matatrain. However we understand the Gemara, we see that we've opened a sugya that's just an unbelievable, incomprehensible sugya, that there's such a thing as a malach that carries within him the name of Hashem. No wonder Acher was confused. The Marsha tells us that this malach was given Rishus to sit because Shmoi Keshem Rabbi, because he carried the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
because in some way it was an extension of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and was therefore given Rishas to sit. This was confusing to Acher, who said that there's no such a thing as a yeshiva in Shamayim except for the Rabbi Shalaylam himself, and this is what led to his kilkel. We find another Indian with this Malach that will help us also to understand the Taos of Acher. The Ramban in Parshas Mishpatim tells us that this Nevuah, Hine Onoichi Shaleach Malach Lefonecha, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said he was going to send this great Malach to lead Klal Yisrael, was not fulfilled in the lifetime of Moshe Rabbeinu. After the Cheto Egel in Parshas Kisisa and Periklamit Gimel, HaKadosh Baruch Hu prepared Moshe Rabbeinu that he was going to send a Malach before him. V'shalachti lefonecha Malach. And Moshe Rabbeinu responded, that that's not acceptable. Please stay with us. Please don't give us the intermediary of a Malach. Please stay here by yourself. Ani v'loi ha-shaliach. Moshe Rabbeinu said, Im ein ponecha ho'ilchim, al ta'aleinu mizeh. If you yourself, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu b'chvaydayu v'atzmai, without any shliach, doesn't go with us, doesn't lead us, then don't take us out of here. HaKadosh Baruch Hu accepted the bakosha of Moshe Rabbeinu, as the Pasuk goes on to say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe, Gam es hadover hazeh asher dibarto ese. Also, this request that you make, this thing that you spoke, that you asked, that the Malach not be sent, but rather HaKadosh Baruch Hu b'chvoydeu v'atzmai ese, I will do. So the Malach was not sent in the days of Moshe Rabbeinu. Zokti Ramban, that the Malach did appear, however. In the beginning of Sefer Yehoshua, Yeshua meets a Malach, a Sar Hashem. And the Malach tells Yeshua, Ata Basi, now I have arrived. Zokta Ramban, that this is the Malach that was already supposed to be there 40 years before, when the Klal Yisrael did the Chaito Egel. And Moshe Rabbeinu was mevakesh that it should be a bechina of ani v'loi hashaliach, that the malach shouldn't be there. But after the petira of Moshe, the malach appeared to Yeshua and said, Ata basi, now I have arrived. There's a peladik Haran in the Drushas Haran, Drusha Dalit, where he discusses this malach matatrain, who we've been discussing, and he says that we see from the fact that Kishmi Bekirbai, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, that in some way we should treat him in a way that's similar to the way we treat HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hishomer Miponov, Ushma Bekoilai, Al Tamer Bai. Zokdiran, that according to this, it's Miyashev Atmiya Gedoyla, it's Miyashev a tremendous Kasha. Because the Pasuk tells us that Yeshua bowed down to this Malach. Frek Diran, how do you bow down to a Malach? The only one that we can bow to is to the Rabbi Nishalayla, and we can't bow to a Malach. But Zok Diran, this Malach is different. This Malach, that Shmoi Kishem Rabbi, is such so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that it was mutter and appropriate for Yeshua to bow to him. With this in mind, we go back to Acher, who went up in this thing, in this madrega called being Nichnas Lepardes. And he saw this Malach, that's such an incredible madrega, such a Kirvas Aleikim, that he's Hashaliach. 
that he's Shmoy Keshem Rabbi. According to the Ramban, that means that he even shares the Shem Havayu. That the Ran tells us means that he could be bowed to. And the, and Acher became confused, and he was Kitzeitz Benetiyos. Acher should have known that despite the confusion that he was seeing, and the fact that he saw this Malach sitting in Shemayim, Hashem Eloikeinu Hashem Echad, there's only one Hashem. And his mistake in that point led to the tremendous tragedy that was the life of Acher. Because much of Daf Tesvav is about the Chait and the Yerida of Acher, let's focus a little bit more carefully on what happened to Acher. A Churban, like the fall of a great Tana, of Elisha ben Avuya, who was a Tana, must have very, very deep roots. There are really two parts to the stories that happened to Acher. There are the stories that happened to him himself that led to his going off. And there are also the roots that existed even before he was born that set the stage for this tragedy to take place. Taisvis Bayos brings a Yerushalmi that says many stories about Acher. But two of them specifically to relate to before Acher was born and right after he was born. The Yerushalmi tells us that at the time of Acher's bris, Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Yeshua came to the bris, but they were Bebayis Acher, they were in another place. And while all the people that were celebrating the bris were enjoying the simcha of the bris, Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Yeshua decided to be Isaac Bataira. And they were being Isaac Bataira. The words were Sameach as, as they were given by Sinai. And because by Sinai, Torah was given with an Eish, an Eish, a Ruchnius Dike Eish, surrounded them. Avuya, the father of Elisha ben Avuya, came in and saw this Ruchnius Dike fire. And he didn't chap right away that it was a Ruchnius Dike fire. And he said, Ma Bosem, Lisreifes Basi? What did you come for, to burn my house? And they explained to him, no, that we're learning Torah. And the Torah is smechem kinesinosoi b'sinai. And memela, there's a fire of ruchnias just like by Sinai. Avuya said, if such is limur ha-Torah, then I hope that my son will, that I will separate my son for the purpose of limur ha-Torah. The Yushalmi says, that Acher himself said that his father was not Neskavein L'Shem Shamayim. He was Neskavein because he admired the covet that Talmud Torah brought, and therefore it was not Neskayim in his son, and the tragedy of Elisha and Avuya took place. That was one Maisa, the Maisa of the Bris of Acher. There's another Maisa that even preceded it. The Yerushalmi tells us that the mother of Acher, before he was born, passed by a base Avodah And she smelled the smell of Takroivis Avodah And it filled her like the Aras of a Nachash. And that created, that set the stage for a child to be born that would leave HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rav Dessler in Mechta Melio points out that these two incidents correspond to the two sakonis that are described in the Pasuk, in the Parsha of Tzitzis. The Torah tells us, Don't be turned after your heart and after your eyes. 
Your heart, zakt Chazal, zu minus. That's apikursus. Your eyes, zakt Chazal, zu znos. That's znos, that's taiva. Rav Dessler understands that there are two areas of sakana that the Yetzirah tries to trap us in. One is the sakanas of Amuna, of Minos, and the other is the sakanas of Taiva. Rav Dessler writes, Woe to someone who's afflicted with both illnesses, the illness of Minos and the illness of Taiva. Zokter of Dessler, that each of the stories that happened to him set the stage for a sakana in that particular area. Avuya's taiva for covid, his taiva for recognition for his son, was mashrish in his son and a tia towards taiva, and his mother's taking in, smelling in the takrevis avaydazara, that was machnis within him, a sensitivity towards minus. Acher thought that there was no hope for him. He heard me'achere ha'pargud shuvu bonim shoyvavim chutz me'acher. Everyone can do tshuva, except acher. The Yerushalmi brought in Taisva says that acher was riding on a horse on Yom HaKippurim Shachaliyas B'Shabbos and he passed by the place where that's the base Kaidish HaKadoshim, and from there he heard a baskel that said, Shuvu Bonim Shoivovim, Chutz Me'alisha Ben Avuya, Sheyoda Koichi Umoradbi, he knew my strength, and he rebelled against me. He was a great Tana, he knew the greatness of the Torah, he knew the greatness of the Rabbi Shalalam, and he rebelled against me. And Acher thought that this meant that there was absolutely no hope for him. But as we'll see, that was a tremendous toes on the part of Acher. Because there's no such a thing. Every single person has a Nakuda of Kedusha within them, Rav Dessler says, that he can find within himself to bring him to Tshuva. What should a person do if he finds himself afflicted with the illness of Taiva and the illness of Minos? Rav Dessler says he has to devote himself with Hasmada and Yegiyah, to Taira and to Musr. Both of them together, he describes, will weaken his Taiva as they nourish his Neshama with a clear Emunah in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Acher, on the other hand, made this mistake. He heard a Baskoil and he believed the Baskoil that said that there's no hope for him. It's very difficult for us to understand how it could be that there was a basko that said that Acher can't do tshuva. Even the greatest Rishoyim in history were able to do tshuva. As a dogma, let's bring the Pirkei de Rebbe Lezer in Perak Mem Gimel, where he discusses Menashe ben Chizkiah, the great Russia, the Melech Menashe ben Chizkiah. The, the Pirkei de Rebbe Lezer describes how Menashe was Asa Kol Tayevois Ra'ois Shabaoilam, all the Tayevois, all the Averis possible to do, Menashe ben Chizkiya did. Eventually, the Gedude Ashur, the troops of Ashur, came and they grabbed him and they brought him down to Bavel. They put him into a pot of fire. And even then, Menashe didn't do tshuva, even when Menashe's life was in danger. When things were becoming a sakana for him, he still didn't do tshuva. Visham kara lechol elilim shazavach lohem. From the machavas shel eish, he called out 
to all the Avodah that he had brought Karbanas to. But ve'ein echad mehem kaira oisai v'loi oina oisai. Not one of them answered him. So finally, as a last resort, Menashe said, Ekro le'loi Let me call out to the Hashem of my fathers with my whole heart. Ula yaseli, perhaps he will do for me. Kechol nifla'isav she'osa le'ovi. Like all of the nifla'is that he did for my father. And he gathered his strength, and he called out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Bechol Libay. Now at this point, the Pirkei Balaza goes on with the Maisa, skipping a part of the story that's filled in by the Shla. The Shla HaKadosh in Mesechta Rosh Hashanah, Perek Derech brings a girsa in the Pirkei Balaza that puts in the following words. At that time, the Shla brings, Omdu Malachei Hashores, Visosmu kol chaloinois shalmaila. The Malachi Hashores got up and closed up all the windows in Shamayim. And they said to Akadush Baruchu Rabbainishaloilam, Adam Shahem Mitzelem Behechel, Veata Mekabloi Bichuva. A man who put up a tselem and avoidizora in the base of Mikdash, you're gonna be Mekabalim Bichuva? HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, if I'm not Mekabal him, I'll be closing the door in front of Baalei Tshuva. I need to show that I'm Mekabal everyone B'Tshuva. But the Malachim didn't let. Zokti Shloz Girsa of the Pirkadir Abelazar. Ma Osa HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? Chotar loy chatira mitachas kisei kavoidai. He dug a hole from under the kisei hakavoid. From a place that a Malach does not have any Shlita, and he brought Menashe back to him. He brought Menashe back B'Tshuva. That's the Kayach of Tshuva. Even a Menashe ben Chizkiah, who did all the Tayevois in the world, was still able to do Tshuva, even though all the Malachi Maila were protesting. Is it really possible that there was no way for Elisha ben Avuya to do Tshuva? And the Marsha in our Sugya says Mefurish that Acher should not have listened to this Baskal. Of course HaKadosh Baruch Hu would have been Mekabal him Bitshuva. But if so, what's the meaning of the Baskal? What's the Pshat that the Baskal said that everyone should do Tshuva except for Acher? So I'd like to present two approaches to resolve this issue. One is from Reb Tzadik and the second is from Reb Dessler. Reb Tzadik, in the Sefer Takonas HaShovim, page 10, brings a Gemara in Yuma, Daf Pevavo Medbeis, that says as follows, Tshuva is great that it pushes aside a Loisase in the Torah. Which Loisase does Tshuva push aside? The Torah tells us that if somebody divorces his wife, he can take her back. But if she remarries, if she marries somebody else, then after that point, once she marries somebody else, it's usher, it's a loisase, for the original husband to take her back. Tshuva is daicha that loisase. The Pasuk tells us in Yirmiya, the Gemara brings the Pasuk. Hein yishalach ish es ishtay. If a person sends away his wife, v'holcha me'itai, and she goes away from him, v'hoisa le'ish acher, and she marries someone else, ha'yoshuvei leho oid, can he return to her? But you, the Navi tells Klai Yisrael, v'ad zonis re'im rabim, you are mezana with many people, 
and you can still return to me. HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes tshuva, and he's doiche aloysa seisha betayra. Zoktrib tzadik, that this means that tshuva is lemaila menaseicha. There's a shuras hadin, and then there's tshuva. The baskel that Acher heard was the shuras hadin. Acher had gone too far. Mitzad the shuras hadin, there's no makayim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should take him back. That's a basko reflecting the way things should be. But tshuva is stronger than that. Gedoyla tshuva. Acher should have known that he can push harder and he could be zoicha to the nace of tshuva despite the fact that the basko was saying things in the way they should be had there not been this gewaldig achidosh of tshuva. That's the approach of Rav Tzadik. Rav Dessler has a different approach, but in order to explain Rav Dessler's approach, I'd like to be makdim with the ha'ara that Rav Hutner has in the Pachad Yitzchak Pesach, Maimer Pei Beis, Ois Beis. There's a Gemara in Sanhedrin that says that Tzidkiya ben Kenana, who was a Novi Sheker, was Chayev Misa. The Gemara asks, how could Tzidkiya ben Kenana be Chayev Misa? He was an Oynes. And the Gemara brings psukim that describe the Ruach of Tumah that affected him, that caused him to be misnabe, caused him to be a Novi Sheker. The Gemara explains that Tzidkiah ben Kenana was educated enough to know how to discern when a nevuah is true and when it's not. But without that, Tzidkiah ben Kenana did not know that his nevuah was false. If not for that external indication that the Gemara there describes, Tzidkiah ben Kenana thought he was having nevuah. What a chiddush! It comes out that it is possible for a person to have a nevuah and to think it's a real nevuah and it's a nevuah of sheker. It comes from a ruach tumah. Hazayish in Gemara. Zokter of Desler, the same thing is true with the Basco. He says that he heard b'shem the Baal Shem Tov, that the Basco that Acher heard was not from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It was like a nevuah of sheker. It came from a makom of tumah. And he says, if not for the fact that Acher in his heart wanted to hear that baskel, he didn't want to do tshuva, Acher would have been able to see past it. If Acher had had a strong enough ratzayin to do tshuva, he would never have heard this baskel preventing him from doing tshuva. Let's move on to discuss the conversation that Acher had with Reb Meir. Acher told Reb Meir that he heard from Rabbi Akiva, that Gamas Zel Umas Ze Osaho Eloikim, the Pshad is as follows. Kol Echod Ve Echod Yeshloi Shnei Chalokim. Everybody has two Chalokim. One in Genhenim and one in Ganeden. Zocho Tzadik, if a Tzadik is Zoicha, so he takes his Chalak and his friend's Chalak in Ganeden. If he's Neschayev, if he becomes a Russia, then he takes his chilek and his friend's chilek in Gehenim. This is very difficult to understand. Bishlama, that when a person does a mitzvah, or becomes a tzaddik, that he should take his chilek in Gan Eden, that we understand. If a person is boicher bara, he should take his chilek in Gehenim, that we also understand. But why should he take his friend's chilek? If he's zoicher, why should he take his friend's chilek in Gan Eden? What zchus does he have in his friend's chilek? And if he's Chayev, why should he be Yorish, his friend's Chalik in Gehenim? Why does his Chayev extend to include even his friend's Chalik? In Chalik Dalid of Michtav Me'eliyahu, page 118, 
Rav Dessler explains this difficult Gemara beautifully. Dr. Rav Dessler, each person has two chalakim. Each person has the potential to be a tzaddik or the potential to be a rasha. He has a chalak in Gehenim, a chalak in Gan Eden. However, people's bechira affect other people. Rav Dessler teaches us a yisaid, that when someone does a mitzvah, he brings a ruach of tahara into the world. He makes it easier for other people to do mitzvahs. When someone does the difficult job of being baycher betayv, he creates a movement of tayv in the world and it makes it easier for other people also to be baycher betayv. And the same thing, unfortunately, is true the other way. If somebody is mekel and he's baycher bera and he lets himself go, not only is he macher of his own welt, but he also causes that this, there should be an effect of difficulty, an effect of tumah in the world. And a person has to struggle that much more to serve the Rabbeinu Shalolim when his chavar is Beicher Bara. Zokter of Dessler, Lamashal. Let's say Ruvain is Beicher Bara. As soon as Ruvain chooses Ra, he increases the strength of tumah in this world. And poor Shimon who wants to make the right choice, has a much more difficult time being Beicher Betayv. Now, Lefum Tzara Agra, if Shimon is Taka Matzliach, despite the Tumah that Ruvain brought into the world, Shimon is still Matzliach to be Beicher Betayv, he's Zeicher not only to his Chelek, but to Ruvain's Chelek. In other words, he's Zeicher to an extra Chelek in Gan Eden because of the extra effort that he needed to use in order to be Beicher Betayv, and that's what's worthy of Schar, and he takes that Schar from Chelkoi Shal Ruvain because it was Ruvain's Avera and Ruvain's loss and poor Bechira that caused him to have this opportunity of growth. On the other hand, the opposite is also true. If Ruvain's a tzaddik, and Ruvain is Beicher Betayv, and Ruvain makes the right choice, and it creates a ruach of tahara and of aliyah in the world, and it makes it easier for other people to make the right choice and to be Beicher Betayv, and Shimon still chooses not to do the right thing, Shimon does not take advantage of the ruach tahara, of the strong strength of, of the Tahara and, and Kervas Aleikim that exists because of Ruvain's Bechira and Shimon still chooses to make the mistake of being Beicher Bara, his Einish is much more than it would have been had Ruvain not done that mitzvah. Had Ruvain not done that mitzvah, it would have been more difficult for Shimon to make the right choice. So if Shimon then makes the wrong choice, his Tsar, his Einish is not that great. The Gemara tells us in Menachas Daf Mem Gimel, Koshe Einshay Shalavon, Yoiser Me Einshay Shal Tcheles. There's two parts to our tzitzis. There's the white strings and the Tcheles strings. Tcheles was expensive. And therefore, if someone was Paisheya and didn't put Tcheles on his Beged, it was really a much bigger Nisayan because there was an expense involved. So his Einish was not as great as someone who didn't put on the white strings which are so much easier because they're so much less expensive and it's so much less of a Nisayan, for that the Einish is greater. The easier the Nisayan is to meet Aymed bin Nisayan, the greater the Einish is. 
And the more difficult it is to be Oymid bin Isayin, the smaller the Oynish is. So getting back to our Ruvain and Shemin, Ruvain did a mitzvah. And he made it so much easier for Shimon to be Oymid bin Isayin because he created a Ruach of Tahara, a Ruach of Kedusha in the world. And still Shimon chose not to be Boicher Betoiv. So his Oynish in Gehenim grows. And he has two Chalakim of Gehenim. His Chalak and his friend's Chalak. Which friend's Chalak in Gehenim does he take? The one who would have made it so much easier for him to be Boicher Betoiv, Ruvain the Tzaddik, who chose to do that mitzvah. What an important Gemara for us to know, that not only do our choices affect ourselves, but our choice to serve the Rabbeinu Shalom and be Oymid bin Isayin affects the world and makes it easier for the world to serve the Rabbeinu Shalom. And lahepech, when we fail and we don't end up making the right choices, it has a detrimental effect not just on us, but on everyone around us. The Gemara Behemshech asks Akasha, based on a memra from Rabbi Bar Barchana Omer Rabbi Yochanan. The Pasuk in Malachi says, Ki sifsei koyen yishmeru das, yevakshu mipihu, ki malach Hashem And Rabbi Bar Barchana darshan b'shem Rabbi Yochanan. Acher was certainly not on the Madrego of Amalach Hashem. So how was it mutter for Reb Meir to learn Torah from him? The Gemara answers that Reb Meir had a different drasha. Ay, Frakti Gemara, it's a stira between the two drashas. And Frakti Gemara, ha begadal, Meaning, as Rashi explains, that a Godel who would know how to avoid being affected by the Maisim Royim of his Rebbe may learn from someone who is not Kemalach Hashem. It's interesting that the Mashal that the Pasuk uses for a Rebbe is a Malach specifically, not a Tzaddik or a Kaddish. Reb Tzaddik in Resisei Laila, page 52, says that the Dimyan to a Malach is very specific. A malach is a shliach of Hashem. That's his essence. Someone who's teaching Torah needs to be like a malach because like a malach, he is a shliach of Hashem to transmit the Torah Hashem. When a person learns Torah, he's be'emes learning it straight from Hashem. As the Pasuk says, Ki Hashem yitain chachma mipiv. And we call Hashem in davening a malame Torah la'ama Yisrael in the present tense that Hashem teaches Torah. So the Rebbe that's teaching is a mere vehicle, mamish like a malach, for the Dvar Hashem to reach the Talmud. Now, this din, that a person may only learn from a Rebbe that's like a malach Hashem, is brought lahalacha in the Rambam, Hilchas Talmud Torah, Perek Dalit, Halacha Aleph, and in Shulchan Aruch Yeridea, Simen Reish Mem Vav, Seif Ches. Interestingly, the heter that the Gemara mentions, that a Gadol can learn from a Rebbe who's not doyma to a Malach, is not mentioned by the Rambam or Shulchan Aruch. The Lechemishna and the Shach Sifkat Nches are oimid on this Ha'ara. The Shach offers two possible explanations. One, the Shach suggests that the Rambam holds like the first terrets of Taisus in our Sugya. Taisus brings a Gemara in Mayit Katan which brings a Maisa of a Talmud Chacham, 
that there was a Shmua Leitaiva about him. And he was removed. And the Gemara brings this memra of Rabbi Yochanan, that if a Rav is not doima to a Malach, al yivakshu Taira mipiyu. Taisvas asks, Mehechetesi, he should be removed. What about the heter of Habegodel? And for Taisvas, Ikolemeimar diktanem havu. Which means that that particular situation, the Talmidim were ketanim. Zokdashach, that if even Bizman HaGemara there were ketanim, Kol Shekein Bizman Hazeh, that we're all begeder ketanim. As the Gemara says, and Rishonim Kibnei Adam, Onu Kechamorim. So the heter of a Talmud, who's a Godel, to learn from a Rebbe who's not doimit to a Malach, is a heter that's not Noigea Bizman Hazeh. That's one possibility. Or the Shach brings, perhaps when the Gemara said, Habe Godel, Habe Koton, it was an answer only Aliba de Reb Meir. As we see that the Gemara was makdim, that Reb Meir had a drasha. But we don't hold this way. The Chachamim don't agree with Reb Meir. The Lechemishna also answers along these lines that the teretz of Habigodel is a teretz, Lashitas Reb Meir, but ain halacha kamaisai, and that's why it's not brought in the Rambam or Shulchan Aruch. We see from here that the idea of learning Torah from someone like Acher was unique to Reb Meir. What was it about Reb Meir that made him in particular the one who was able to learn Torah from a Rebbe like Acher? The following explanation is based on the words of Reb Tzaddik in Resisei Laila, Ois Nud Nimel, page 133. After Adam did the Chet, the Torah tells us, Paragimel Pasuk Chafalif, Vayas Hashem Aleikim Adam Hashem made begodim of leather, of ur for Adam and his wife, and he dressed them. Chazal tell us that in the Sefer Torah of Reb Meir, ur, which is spelled ayin vav reish, and means leather or skin, is spelled ur with an aleph, aleph vav reish, which means light. Why did Reb Meir's Sefer Torah say kosnais ur, clothing of light? The Sfarim explain that before Adam Arishan did the Chait, it's not the Pshat that he didn't have Begadim, but rather that his Guf itself was the Begad for his Neshama. It was an appropriate Begad for his Neshama. The Madrega of the Guf of Adam Arishan, Kaidam Achait, was so Ruchniistic that it was a Matzav of Kosnais Ur with an Aleph. It was clothing of light. What do we mean when we say clothing of light? We mean clothing that the light of the neshama is not chaytzitz, that one is able to see through the clothing the ur of the neshama. Ayin Lamashal in the Sefer Ruach Chaim on Perkei Ovis from Chaim Velazhin in the first Mishnah. Only after the chayt did Adam get kosnois ur with an ayin to cover his guf which had been nizgashem and no longer allowed the ur of his neshama to shine through. But for some reason, the Sefer Torah of Reb Meir had Ur with an Aleph, even to describe the Begadim of after the Chet. Why? What was the Pshat in the Sefer Torah of Reb Meir? The Gemara in Erevin, Afyud Gimel Amid Bey, says as follows, 
Omar Reb Acha Bar Chanina. Goloi v'yodua l'fnei Misha Omar v'hoyeho oilam. It's known in front of Hashem, She'ein b'doyre shal Reb Meir k'moisei. There was nobody in the generation of Reb Meir as great as him. Umipnei ma'loi kovu halacha k'moisei. So why weren't they koveya that the halacha is like Reb Meir? Zokti Gemara, Shaloyochlu chaveirov la'amoid al soif daitoi. His chaveirim were not able to be oimed al soif daitoi. The end of his das, the full extent and the depth of his das. We see that Reb Meir was unique in his mida of being able to see further, of being able to see further down the line, soif daitoi, more than any of the other tanoim in his dar. So although all of us would only see on Adam Arishan Kosnais or with an ayin, because Adam Arishan was Acharachet, and Adam Arishan had been Malachlech and Megashem his guf, and no longer is the or of the Neshama Nikr, but Reb Meir has a Saif Daita, Reb Meir can see deeper, and Reb Meir could identify the Heligan Neshama and the Pnimius Dika'ar that resides within a person even after the Chait of Adam Arishan. And it's certainly not a coincidence that Reb Meir's name means Ur. The Svarim tell us that even after the Chait of Adam Arishan, and even after any Chataim of any person, that Pnimius Dika'ar never disappears. And Reb Meir, because Reb Meir is able to be to to see with the saif daita to see with, with the tremendous extent of his das he was able to identify that or Zakhtar Tzadik and Rasisei Laila that Reb Meir who ain chaver of Yechayim Lamid al saif daita that Reb Meir who could see in kasnais or with an ayin a kasnais or with an aleph that Reb Meir was able to identify the Heliga Pnimius even in the neshama of Acher. While all the other Tanoim were unable to connect with that Tahara and that Pnimius of Acher, because Acher had fallen so low, Reb Meir was able to pull out that Pnimius and that Kedusha from within him. And that's why it was specifically Reb Meir that was misugal to learn Torah from a Rebbe like Acher. But for the rest of the Chachamim and for the rest of the Dairois, Ein Halacha Kamaisai. Weiter in the Gemara. The Gemara brings a Maisa that the Rabbi Bar Shela met Elio and he asked him, What is HaKadosh Baruch Hu doing? And he said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying over halachas mi pumayhu de kulhu rabbanon from the mouths of all the rabbanon u mi pumay de Reb Meir loika omar, but he's not saying over from Reb Meir. Elio explained that he's not saying over Torah from Reb Meir because Reb Meir learned Torah from Acher. Rabbi Bar Shela defended Reb Meir. And he said, Remeir Rimoin Matza, Toichai Ochal Kliposoi Zorak. Remeir found a Rimoin. He ate the inside, as we know the fruit of the Rimoin is on the inside, and he threw out the Klipa. And it's his advocacy for Remeir worked, and Elio responded, Hashta Ka'omar Meir Beni Oimer. Now he's saying, Meir, my son, says, and he quotes a Memra, B'Shem Remeir. The Marshal here points out that Rabbi Bar Shela chose a different fruit than had been mentioned earlier. Earlier the Gemara said that Reb Meir was Ochal Tichla Veshada Shichla. He ate a date and he threw out the pit. He ate a Tamar, a date. 
Now Rabbi Bar Sheila switched the mashal from a date to a pomegranate, from a tichla to a rimain. Zoktimar showed that there are two problems with Acher. There's a Pneumiastika problem and a Chitzoniastika problem. And the truth is that this Marsha fits beautifully with the words of Rav Dessler that we brought earlier, that there were two Sharashim to Acher's fall. There was a Shairish in, in Minos, in Amuna, and there was a Shairish in Taiva. And Memela, in the man that Acher turned into, there was a Kilkul in Amuna, and there was a Kilkul in Taiva. As we find that he thought there was Shtei Rishuyais, that was a Kilkul in Amuna, and also we find how he met the Zaina, that was a Kilkul in Taiva. Zoktimar Shah, the Kilkul in Amuna is a Pneumiastika Kilkul, the Kilkul in Taiva is a Chitzin, is an external Kilkul. So we need two Mishalim, one of a date and one of a pomegranate. A date, the fruit is on the outside, and the Psalis, the Garin, is on the inside. And when we say that he ate the fruit and, and threw out the garin, we're saying that he avoided inheriting, we, he avoided absorbing the emunais, kaisvais, that Acher was teaching, and he just ate the outside, he just ate the divrei taira that Acher taught. When we mention the rimain, he's referring to the taiva. When we mention the rimain, he's referring to the fact that externally there's a klipa on the outside, and that externally... There are things about Acher that Rameir couldn't learn from, and that was his propensity for Taiva. And Mamela over there, Rabbi Bar Sheila said that he's daimit to a rimain, a rimain that the fruit is on the inside, that he ate the inside fruit, and he threw out the outside klipa. The Sefer Ie Hayom on Chagiga points out another reason why Rabbi Bar Sheila changed the mushal of how Rameir learned Taiva from Acher. He says the Taina Klape Shmaya on Reb Meir, that he was learning from Acher, for which HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not say over Torah B'Shmoy, wasn't so much in the fact that Reb Meir was learning from Acher, but was more from the fact that Reb Meir was doing something that, he did, that we did not want that it should be an example to other people. Zokta Iye Hayam, that the Moshe that we said before of a date means that inside there was a Kilkel. But outside, the, the fruit is beautiful. And on there, there's a taina that no one can see the kilkel that exists within Acher, for which we have to be so careful not to learn Torah from him, for which only Reb Meir was able to learn Torah from him. Zokt Rabbi Bar Sheila to Elio, no. The kilkulim that exist by Acher are apparent on the outside. It's like a remind that the fruit is on the inside and the klipa is on the outside. Nobody will make a mistake and think that Acher is someone that one could learn Torah from. And in that way, Rabbi Bar Sheila defended Rameir to Eliyo Anavi, and the Rabbi Shleilin began to say over Devrei Torah Bishmai. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.